Dylan? <laughs> of the greatest podcasters of all time. Yeah. There, there is Dylan, 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 Scott Cuban. Polyhedron is a production of Headcanon Games, LLC. Please bookmark Headcanon Games for the latest in Polyhedron news. Polyhedron is sponsored by listeners like yourself. If you'd like to become a patron of Polyhedron, please go to patreon.com polyhedron. Now on with your show. Hello and welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG related. I am your host, Matthew, and as always, I have my two co-hosts here, Ryan. I spit hot fire. And Scott. It's always good, okay to punch Nazis. Always. Uh, welcome to Polyhedron, your politics podcast for everything uh, contemporary. No, Nazis only exist in video games yeah, right now. Oh, wait. Oh, mm. That's right, we're making it political, y'all. Yeah, it's okay. I, I hope y'all are ready for a Trump podcast. <laughs> no, no, no I'm... I, that's cut, the eject button cut. I'm smashing with my fist right now. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we're sorry. We'll, we'll keep it to what we're good at. Yeah. Being, yeah. being mildly entertaining about RPGs and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, beyond all of that, what is up with you guys? What have you been doing? Uh, my my binge of writing continues. Yay! Uh, I'm uh, I'm currently writing your setting, Matthew. Oh well. Uh, for for Simulacra, uh, which is fun because it's ninety percent propaganda bullshit. <laughs> um, the best kind of propaganda. Wait. But anyway, yeah, no, that's that's been eating up a lot of my time. I've been playing through season three of The Walking Dead, uh, Telltale game. Is that going well? It's okay. It's not as good as as one or two. Yeah, I super don't care about The Walking Dead in any of its forms. Yeah, I mean, it was. I don't really like anything else. Like, I liked those games uh, because they've had interesting characters and it's been an interesting story. This one hasn't hit me as good. Um, I'm really looking forward to playing the Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale. I was game. wondering when does that have a does that have a drop date? It's out. It's oh, all, the first it's all episode out. is out. No, it's Just... all out. It, all all five episodes are out. Oh shit! Well, I guess I know what I'm going to be doing. Well, yeah. well, we'll make that a thing. I promise you mm-hmm. that because they're all kind of they're really RPGs, so we can talk about whatever we want when it comes <laughs> to them. Oh, everything has RPG elements, so we can talk about everything. That's fair. Everything has That's incorporated true. RPG elements into it. Oh, good. Shadows of War is that. I guess we can talk about that because that's oh, kind of... Oh, man. Shit. Okay. Well, that's well. not here or there, but I kind of want to talk about well, that. Well, I mean, it is E3 season, so yep. we're getting a lot of information. Yeah, guys, like... spoilers, you lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't win, you don't win in Shadows of War. Yo, whoa, I, the problem thing about Shadows of War and all that, it's actually now, now it's officially an alternate history. They're not oh. even trying to, like, hoodwink oh. it into the timeline. Could, They're I just do... like... My only response to that is, good? <laughs> like, yeah. like, with a big question mark? I guess that's cool. Because, you know, all this is well and good, but at the end of the day, we all know the hobbits need to take the ring to Mordor. And yeah, they do. They and do. a lot like, of walking has to happen. Uh, speaking of Tolkien, they actually, there's a new uh, Tolkien novel out. Uh, right. The Baron and Luthien, I believe is how you pronounce it. Can I be real? I've never read a single Tolkien book all the way through. It's okay. Uh, in, I, in my youth, I... I I shotgunned the whole thing. I made the mistake of getting into his, you know, predecessors, like, uh, uh, not predecessors, his successors. I got yeah. into his success words. I got into his successors. <laughs> got the best of them. Like three generations down. Right. Well, before I ever knew that that was a thing to read. Mm-hmm. So when one goes back and tries to read, it's like trying to watch, like, I don't know, comedy from the 60s. 
or something. Yeah. It just doesn't land the same way it does because mm. you. No. It's like, oh look, there's the inception of that of that trope that's like, been developed and updated and, and reworked and redone and subverted and unsubverted mm-hmm. to be subverted in a different way and told in the parlance of my own like upbringing well we stand on like babylon's tower guys everything builds on top of it yeah so. but but the new novel is interesting because it's set back in the like cimmerillion days like morgoth is the bad guy and mm-hmm. i'm kind of interested in that like i want to know more about that guy um, so, uh, I might pick that up. It's on my Audible wish list. Good. Um, and what about you, Ryan? What have you been up to? Besides moving, because that was the last thing. Yeah, I was, I'm, yeah. One, do, one is never, one does not simply stop moving. <laughs> I'll stop moving when I'm dead. Uh, no, That's it's, true. It's been Hearthstone doing quote-unquote research for this particular podcast because it's on a subject i like a lot oh geez oh wow we we actually we we dialed up some effort for mr joseph yeah i uh i wrote notes i wrote all basically the most notes for this one i have the biggest shocked face when he was like i have show notes i'm like (gasps) well it is a pretty fun topic yes um Anything else about that we want to talk about from like E3? No, E3's going on. There's some really cool RPGs. Again, we're getting more leaked Kingdom Hearts 3 stuff. Yeah, yeah I saw I'll that. wait till I'll I'll believe it when I see it in my 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 hot little hands. That's about uh, it. The new Dishonored game uh, that they announced looks in- sexy. Indeed. Oh, 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 ooh, 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 ooh. I just thought of something. Ooh, um they are making a prequel game to Life is Strange, which is a game that I play that I don't believe either of you have. I have but not. I recommend because it's fucking good. I've only seen a little bit of Life is Strange. I know I mean, sort of kind of about it's, it. It's about being, you know, a teenage girl with superpowers. Uh, temporal and having superpowers. like teenage yeah, temporal superpowers and dealing with teenage girl problems and it's just really so good it really speaks to a, your heart Scott. it really does i mean <laughs> it, it speaks to my heart because most of it is very well written they didn't really stick the landing very well the last episode like kind of had it kind of has a problem that a lot of computer rpgs goes of like oh you have a big major decision to make and it, it there's not a lot of nuance in the final it's choice very that you binary. Make. It's, it's very binary it doesn't have a lot of nuance the deus ex problem yeah, kinda, kinda. Which, which flavor? Uh, the Deus Ex Human Revolution, which the, was oh my god, what the worst? Yeah, it's like all oh, this RPG stuff, really cool RPG stuff, and you get one of three options. Push three, one of three buttons, y'all. Yeah, no, literally no. one of three buttons. I yeah. smell EA on you. Um, hum, uh, mankind divided. Mankind, mankind divided was a little better as far as that concerned. Well, they didn't. They didn't even give you the illusion. Uh, like you, you could make some choices. The DLC on that one has been really fucking good. I need to really like play the, 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 the one where you, the, there's one where you have to basically go in and, uh, there's a whole DLC about breaking into this huge, like data center, data mine place, uh, which is really, it's really good. Uh, I played through it once and it like did a whole long playthrough. Um, and then I played through it again and my playthrough was much, much shorter. Because I didn't do any of the exploration or anything like mm. that. Because there's a lot of really cool exploration that you can do, but it's not. You didn't chew it, on the. Scenery. It's not super necessary. You don't have like once you like once you played through it, you you sort of can pick up on the optimal path to get to things. And ooh, something I spent like a good five hours on, I got through in twenty minutes. Oh wow! Um, so it doesn't really have that great of a replay value, but it is still fun. Yeah, so definitely keep an eye out for E3 stuff. I'm sure because E3 is not over, I'm sure in an episode or two, we'll probably have a more deep dive about the RPG games that are going to be coming out that we'll probably be looking at and probably making episodes about. Because remember, 
everything's a role-playing game now. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actually, that's an episode unto itself of talking about all the different RPG stuff, how it influenced video games and everything. Apparently, people really, really like having even false progression. <laughs> <laughs> choice. It really comes out to the s- illusion of choice. Of choice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so speaking of choice and making choices and telling good stories, let's get right into the main topic, which is Telltale's Tales of the Borderlands. Yeah, this is one of the, it's an episodic uh, sort of point and click adventure game mm-hmm. uh, from Telltale in the model of The Walking Dead and The Wolf Among Us. Licensed game. Uh and it's really goddamn good. I love, 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 joy, give, give love. Joy. <laughs> Borderlands, I love the Borderlands series. I've spent an ungodly amount of time playing Borderlands 2. I love the characters. I love the world. I, You know, so this game... I mean, there's a reason I actually tried. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually, I've I've tried to play the Borderlands games, like the straight up Borderlands games. It doesn't, they don't hit me right, just because something, to, stuff to do with the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but FPS. It's, it's an, an, F- straight it's up an FPS. FPS. I don't like like the constant grind through areas that you've always been through. Uh, I believe I mentioned that. But that being said. I recognize that the world is really well re- well developed. It's got a lot of interesting characters, really good writing, um, and all of that comes into focus for me when playing Tales of the Borderlands because it's all about the st- the story. It's all about the characters. There's action, but it's like you know that sort of the quick time event level yes. action yeah, it's all that quick the time events. and it's pretty good. It's pretty it's pretty solid action for for I think it probably has some of the best action of any of the Telltale games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with you there. And, and, and you know, it, ha- it had to, because, you know, I yeah, mean, no, I, I'm, t- I'm sure Telltale Batman had some... Had oh, some Telltale crazy... Batman had wonderful action sequences, but, but know, they're not is, like this. But yeah, but this is Borderlands. It's supposed to be breakneck and ridiculous mm-hmm. and gunplay and, you know, a weird amount for as much as guns are a thing in Borderlands. People melee fight a lot. Yeah. With bare hands, shock sticks. Yep. R- rifle butts, like... Your yeah, robot buddy. Your robot, your robo buddy. Okay, so before we get any deeper, need to tell this. Spoilers, spoilers galore. Oh, We're going to spoil the crap time. out of this. I'm going to spoil literally everything about everything. Like you'll nothing in the Borderlands games will ever surprise you again if you listen. to So this if episode, you haven't played so. any of the Borderlands game, and specifically if you have not played Telltale's Tales of the Borderlands, go out. It's really cheap. It's twenty bucks for the whole yeah. thing. It's, it's so you good. You will have a laugh, right? Because here's now that Scott's explained it to me. I did play. All Borderlands 2, that's how I got introduced into the series. And then I played Telltale's uh, Tales of the Borderlands, and I was absolutely just laughing on my ass of playing that game the entire time. Because the writing is phenomenal, the world is wacky, and the stakes are surprisingly high because the main characters aren't really Vault Hunters. Not no, in the they're, beginning, they're, they're not. Not in the beginning. They, they grow into that. Uh, you know, it, it, that's the thing. It's, it's very funny. It's incredibly well written. But it's not just funny. No, like they no, they they hit a lot of different notes really well. I mean, they hit they hit like suspense. They hit they hit action. They hit like romance. Even the romance is is probably one of the, the yeah. Coolest, it's, I uh, think it's very cool. Yeah. Uh, and ro- and there's a bit of like heart rending tragedy yeah, as well. Sadness, man. Like there's a lot of like I don't know. I think they got human relationships in a very yeah they, in a very mature life. way mm-hmm. without yeah. being. Mature, not in the, oh, it's got naughty things in there. No, it's mature as in, no, these are adults dealing with 
adult conversations about their feelings to one another and or being immature when they probably shouldn't be immature about yeah, their decisions. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's great. I mean, and it's, one of the coolest things about it is that it actually has two main characters. Um, uh, Fiona, Fiona and, and Reese. Reese. Yeah, yeah Fiona Reese. and Reese. I forgot the name of the guy. Uh, but yeah, Fiona and Reese, uh, they kind of trade off. Uh, there's kind of a narrative frame of these two characters are telling a story to a third character about how things went down. So you get like these two, uh, two perspectives on the same events and like mixed degrees of unreliable narrator going on. <laughs> yes. but luckily, and the best part is when it gets too off the wall, of course, one calls the other yeah, one out on, on the bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, exactly. And, and the guy with the gun gets upset with them <laughs> yep. and starts cracking off shots in the yeah, air. To, so. to give sort of some context at the very beginning, Reese and uh, Fiona are doing their own thing. And they, uh, there is a mysterious third person, probably like a bounty hunter as far as you know mm-hmm. at that point in time, has collected them. And he's trying to interrogate them essentially and say, what really happened with the vault? What's going on with it? What's your relationship to each other? And w- through this conversation, they're telling the events of the story to to this mysterious third party. Which you then play through yeah. as in the context of them telling the story. It's and really well done. It's a really good narrative frame. Um, like, I'm racking my brain. I can't think of anything I don't like about this series, about this uh, game. Yeah, I mean, there's like there's some stuff where it's just like, there's aspects of it which I have absolutely no interest. Like, there are certain narrative bits of it where, no, I'm never going to take that choice because that's of no interest to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um... I'll get to those when we actually run sure. into them. I'm, I'm sure we're not. We can't go episode by episode, but no, we can't. when we, we can't. start bringing up that like would specific, take <laughs> yeah, we, going the only, with specific yeah. stuff. The yeah. only thing that actually hit me wrong uh, is near the end. So we can talk about that now. We can talk about uh, that let's, later. Let's get some a little bit of context sure. as we roll into the ending. Because the ending gets kind of wackadoo. Oh my God. In the best possible ways. <laughs> it's so wonderful. Yeah, it's but, so good. But you got to earn it. And that's what they do. That's what... That's I think the cornerstone of this of this series is they earn every bit of the payoff that comes in the towards the end and every character beat because you got first you got Reyes Reyes is this Hyperion lackey he's got a cybernetic eye and a Reese. cybernetic arm Reese. It's name Reese. is Reese Reyes Reese I don't know why you said Reyes because you're just wrong okay it's Reese. On a fundamental I mean, level you hear the name like eighty times in the it's course been, of the it's game it's been a, it's been a minute since I actually played the game so you know back off no. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, he's a Hyperion stooge. Yep. He's, and you get a little bit of a more of an insight into Hyperion culture, actually, mm-hmm. which is something you don't actually get very yeah, much. Because in the, they're in mostly the, just the bad guys in most of the well, games. Mm-hmm. It's Jack. Yeah. You just yeah. deal with handsome Jack the whole time. I, I, I guess in the pre-sequel, which I actually didn't play, um, yeah, I'm sure you get a little bit more because you uh, understand. You, get a lo- you basically figure out in the pre-sequel, uh, you figure out why he becomes the villain. Yeah, why handsome Jack becomes the bastard that he is and what it, what it comes down to though is that hyperion really really brings that out it's it's Anne randian mm-hmm. it's an Anne randian super techno nightmare yep and yes. everyone's an asshole everyone's power hungry. everyone's out to to further their agenda whatever that may be and 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 you know i mean you know patrick warburton can be mean to me and that, <laughs> you know, which, he's real good at it. Show, that's vasquez that's vasquez, vasquez and yeah. that's how that starts he's real good at and it. you and you get i mean you learn everything you need to know about the culture in the first like if you don't even know anything mm-hmm. you know this guy you, you thought you were getting a promotion from henderson you vasquez is sitting at, at what was henderson's desk henderson is floating outside in space yeah frozen to death and no one and that's an eyelash and now you're that. a janitor mm-hmm. yep. and that's fine 
And everyone knows it happened. No one cares. Yep. Yep. Because in, in the chronology of this, if you've played the Borderlands 1 and Borderlands 2, the Tales of the Borderlands actually takes place after the second one. Yep. There's actual history that continues the, the, the canon of yep. the Borderlands yeah, games. It's, it's, because the mo- it's actually in the chronology. It's the most recent game. Yes. Like it's, it's because the, the prequel takes place between the first and the second. second yeah. Is what that happens. Uh, but then, so, Reyes is... Tr- uh, Reese. Reese. I don't know why he's... Sorry, Think of everyone. the delicious candy. Reese's not, Pieces. Not the delicious tacos. Got it. Reese's Candies, Reese's not tacos. Got it. Candies, uh, Reese, um, not is tacos. Reese, basically what he's trying to do to, after he realizes he's going to become a janitor, says, uh, F this, I'm going to go try to do my own thing, and tries to go buy a, with ill-gotten money from Hyperion, uh, a key to a vault. Yeah. And he has to go planet side on Pandora. It's Pandora, right? Yeah, yeah no, Pandora. Same, same planet. Which vaults are basically the magical MacGuffin of the Borderlands universe. And there's lots, of, there's a nigh-infinite number of them, apparently, because yeah. I, forget, <laughs> I forget the name of the race. They were, they're the el- they're the, the ancient ones, the elves, mm-hmm. yeah. in this case. <laughs> they're gone, and they've um, left these big deposits of power and money and technology for anyone who can basically yep. figure it out it's for anyone who can survive the thing that guards it because mm-hmm. these are you know boss monsters that yep. are guarding the vaults and for each of the borderlands games the vault has been kind of the final well one and two at least i again i can't speak for the pre-sequel it has been you know the end goal get into a vault because it once you if you open a vault it changes your life. Like you're the mm-hmm. richest. You're now the richest motherfucker. Yep. You got all. You, you got secrets and power and, and stuff guns. and guns. The, the, the hot, the hot loot guns. The yeah. hot, yeah, fattest of loot. And <laughs> and so uh, Reese, uh-huh, he did it. Uh, he did it. Goes down, tries to get this key. Ends up uh, running into Fiona, who comes out. Who's her story is she has a sister. She was raised. She was orphaned and raised. Her and her sister were raised by a guy named Felix, and they're con artists. Yep, grifters. That's what they are. Straight up grifters. Just grifters. Are none. No one involved at the very beginning has any vault hunting aspirations. No, no. Sasha is the most violent of them. And <laughs> Fiona's sister. She's the most skill. She's the most skilled with the gun. Yes, and in basic physical acuity, like she. Mm. She's the surprising like. You, anyone close? She's the one closest to being mm-hmm. vault yeah. hunter level of a, of being able to do things, but that's just not how things go for her. Nope. Uh, and and uh, the deal goes bad. Yep. In whatever, yep. I mean, there's a lot of ways. That like it, it always bad. does. The deal goes very bad. You get to choose, sort of like there's a little bit of choice in like describing which part first, how it goes bad. Yeah. But very importantly, it goes bad. And that's yep. actually the interesting part, and to not skip a little bit out of the narrative aspect of what we're talking about, is all like all the Telltale games, what actually a lot of it happens is it does have a path that's going to lead mm-hmm. you down eventually, no matter what choice you make. But the flavor of that choice starts getting nuanced as you go along and accumulate. Some choices don't ultimately matter. Some mm-hmm. choices very much do. Yes. Like, but it, but it, they do a very good job of making you feel like your decisions have shaped things. You might they might not do so in a very major way, but it's still there is still a feel to it. The cutscene is different depending on the words you choose. Sometimes. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Choice you make, and, which, and there and there are call enough. and there are callbacks in later episodes that that reference uh, that you can tell because they reference a choice that you made, and you can tell while playing. So like. This line of dialogue would have been different Fair. had I done something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second, uh, Loaderbot, uh, who 
one of the best characters. Is the best character. Yeah. <laughs> um, he is, Loaderbots are, you know, for anyone who plays Borderlands, they're just like, they're, they're chodes. Like they're, mm-hmm. they're things. They're, they're, AI, they're disposable robot AIs. Equip, equip a corrosive weapon and finish it off quickly. Yeah. Don't worry about it. But Jack apparently later on was like, he mentions, it's like, man, I'm really glad, uh, really glad I wasn't around for when these things became sentient. Which <laughs> apparently Jack just knew in, within their programming they would become sentient, mm-hmm. but didn't care enough. That's actually, oh, that's no. actually, a, that's sort of a subtle plot line in all of the Borderlands game is that the actual robots are programmed with full conscious per- AIs. Perfect mm-hmm. AI. Perfect yeah. AIs. The problem is they're like, oh yeah, do you, oh, ro- uh, Loaderbot today, do you feel like, do you feel sad? Or do you feel like you're not being appreciated for what you do? Please report to blah 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 for reprogramming. Yeah. The, literally that's going on. And right. Loaderbot, the guy that Reese, like, it becomes friends with essentially and becomes but a party member. That was actually the, to get to the point, the first big action scene, which is how they grab you, Oh, first of all, how they grab you is the intros are so tasty. Yeah. All the, super funny. They're and su- super. Anyone who wants to just like understand what good direction is and what good sound direction is and everything, just go like all Borderlands intros. Yep. And yeah, go they're watch them. Super cinematic. They like this. They have really good cinematography. The choices, the, the, the choices they make for the songs, because they use like popular music songs for, mm-hmm. for the intros. Um, like, like if you find like a mini soundtrack of the sounds that songs that they use, they're all solid, solid songs. And, and what it is, is they did a great job of evoking each of the intros, evoking a, what they're introducing you to mm-hmm. and the nature of the universe that you're about to dive yourself into, which is yeah. sort of a, I, I mean, I, I don't understand. I mean, ain't no place for heroes is, is yeah. a very is the is the cornerstone song. Yeah, for that was actually the second one, yes. I yeah. believe. But I forget exactly what. Oh yeah, uh, ain't no rest for the wicked was yeah, the first. Yeah, yeah. yeah, basically evocative of you know everyone's a bad guy here. Yeah, so there's worry no too there's much. no heroes. There's no good guys. Yeah, in shades of bad. And that's actually a good note about the characters we're talking about. Even though in the end they all become friends and they're all doing stuff for each other and they're sacrificing themselves for each other. Murderers all. Yeah. Yep. The old guys, they're not no one's pure. No everyone's they're got all, faults all and scoun- flaws. All but, scoundrels, all uh, all out for themselves. Let's roll all the way back though. Yeah. The first scene when you summon Loaderbot is when a bunch of bandits, as mm-hmm. they do, are about to roll you for your suitcase full of ten million bucks. That you stole. That you stole. Uh, from Hyperion, but fuck those guys. Yeah, yeah. Fuck them. Uh, and you get the immediate choice as to what to what equipment Loaderbot has, which affects how he deals with this, the combat scenario. It's not a big choice, but it does affect how he kills everyone. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, and you have a choice at the very end of that scene: do you tell Loaderbot to run because he is being literally pulled to pieces, Johnny mm-hmm. Five style, mm-hmm. uh, by a bunch of bandits, and he is obviously in pain because he says, "I am not but pain." Uh, <laughs> oh God, my world He's, is my world is pain now. Loaderbot is existential. He's, yeah. He's Nietzsche as fuck. It's yeah. great. And if you, t- I the first time I played the bit with the biggest tarp, I was like, "Loaderbot, run, man, run." Mm-hmm. And from then on, Loaderbot is is very cool with you. From yeah, the, he's your bro. He's your bro, and he will brofist you and mm-hmm. be very nice to you. I told him to blow himself up this time, and he does. Yep. Oh, gee. But he yeah. comes back. He, he does, does come back at the exact same time. He's just, his parts are different. Like, Ooh. he's got some thir- aftermarket parts, and he treats Reese very differently for the That's first two episodes. Interesting. Two whole episodes, he won't. He, he, won't, he won't be your bro. He's not your friend. He won't, like, that scene where you're flying on his back, mm-hmm. and everyone bro fists, 
he slaps your hand away. He, won't, oh. he will not bro fist you. Uh, and, I mean, because you made him blow himself up. Yeah. And the reason Loderbot is, is like MVP character in my mind is towards the end, he does, he sacrifices himself straight up for the, for everyone. And you're like, no, come back, please. LB, 5. no. LB, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, also, yeah. he has the cutest romance, which is, yeah, uh, yeah, it's kind of cute. Gordis, yeah, his, him and Gordis is—he's obviously in love with Gordis, which yep. is—I I don't get love. Yeah, I just say they have a—they bond. Very, they have a very strong bond together because they're—they are fully sentient, cognizant, progressive artificial intelligences. So they're as getting as romantic, like as as romantic bonded as, as they can, can be. be. But yeah, it, it does come off from time to time as romantic. Yep. At least on his end. And his Gordis end, doesn't yeah. necessarily know what the hell's going on. Oh, but she's adorable. But she's very cute and she's very down for whatever, which yeah. I've I've yeah. found very charming about her. It. It's like <laughs> one of the initial scenes you get out of Gordis is her like Come on, guys, we're going to go on an adventure. And I chose to have Vasquez shot because screw that guy every time. I'll <laughs> yeah. never, I will never sell out Felix and I won't actually weirdly sell out August because I understand that August is just a guy in a bad situation mm-hmm. who is Sasha's form ex-boyfriend who is right. Mark. Yeah. Uh, but so Vasquez always gets shot. In oh, my always, always. So she's just because tugging. you want to shoot Pat- Patrick Warburton. Yeah, because <laughs> well, he's a huge dick. I will take any opportunity to kill Vasquez, <laughs> even when you hack his gun. Like they don't give you enough opportunities. You have lots of different ways to hurt him, but you can't <laughs> oh, kill him. But there. he ends up in such a bad way. Yeah. Oh, but getting his face. Oh, uh, yeah. And and you know, she tugs on his foot. Like, like he, she doesn't understand he's dead, <laughs> but then you're just like, Gordis, 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 he's dead. And then she's like, oh, okay. And then just <laughs> rolls, rolls on. on. <laughs> rolls on. And then, and by the end of it, Gordis becomes a little scary. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wait, okay, so backstory on Gordis, because she's kind of the walking, talking MacGuffin. Yep. Uh, besides you trying to get to the vault, there is some ancient history about Borderlands. I won't go into too much of it, but basically she's a secret project that there's a very big and nasty vault that they knew was was it was called the it wasn't called the, the guardian. vault of the traveler the traveler, the, traveler yeah. the, the vault of the traveler and it has a excessively nasty guardian that is literally a kaiju it's yep. it is huge a des- it's a world destroyer yeah because and the other vault monsters that you have faced thus far have been kaiju in their own right like the first one was a chthonic monster, yes, it was mm-hmm. tentacle monster with eye beams, like mm-hmm. you wouldn't believe. The other one was a big lava monster. He's the warrior, the warrior. But the traveler was. Be- oh, something. the reason why is that's the vault that does is not directly connected to Pandora. It had you can make a gate appear on Pandora, but it actually teleports around the universe to other other think, places. other worlds, other worlds and stuff. Which I guess to the. Ancients was like the greatest gift of all. Yeah, yeah. and so well, that's that's the thing is, yeah, it, it it's definitely a more of more import of of greater weight than any previous. And vaults. so they gave it a guardian. Mm-hmm. Uh, they trapped a guardian in there that was immensely powerful, and so they needed Gordas. Gordas was designed specifically to take care of this creature. The problem is, Gordas needs parts to upgrade um, because everything is fancy schmancy digital tech in the yeah. future because everything. Uh, like renders and de-reses and destructs yeah yeah so yeah that's if you can afford it by the way that's you're immortal if you can afford it (laughs) ha 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 shades of now yeah (laughs) Um, well that's that's kind of the through line of the game is that you are 
looking for more and more parts to upgrade Gordas so that she can lead you to the Go Vault and deal with the Guardian. Right. While dealing with, like, gangs and corporate shenanigans and, and everyone's out to fuck you and everyone's out to... And the other Vault Hunters from the other... Of all the other games are there, too. Yep. And Even they're not your friends. Like, they're... Uh, not all have, of them. You have to... Athena of, of the pre-sequel is around yes. and you have to deal with her nightmare baggage. Oh, uh, yeah. She's, that, she's got a really cool story because of her relationship with uh, Fiona and Sasha mm-hmm. because she has been tasked the last task of, of Felix or her parents I can't Felix. remember Felix, Felix yeah. is like you need to train train them and teach them to survive on Pandora which turns one of them into a vault hunter really yep. like yep. get he, she gets powers and everything yeah because apparently a way the way one becomes a vault hunter it's basically an exaltation you suddenly, yeah pretty much you you slowly slowly are just really good and then one day you just have it's a new the badass book. marker. You have yeah, yeah. You, you get the badass which is, marker. Which is ironically, it's it's you it's Fiona that starts getting powers and not Sasha who is Yeah she's she's already kind of competent in the ways of combat and whatnot, but Fiona, who is more of the charismatic face uh end of the con artist, she's the one that actually starts to get powers and, and cool. She doesn't miss, which is in That is true. Unless she, something gets in her way. Yeah. Right. Yep. She really doesn't miss, and that's kind of a a thing for her. Yeah, they, and, and so they're trying to get Gordas upgraded so they can go around. They have to deal with a thousand and one different things, one of which is inside Reese's head the entire time, Handsome, handsome Jack. Yeah, handsome the, motherfucking the, Jack. The digital and ghost of Handsome Jack. The guy, motherfucker will not die ever. You get him at the end. At, at, yeah. They so, do, but... Oh. Well enough, but man, the, the cost. Yeah. The cost. Like, the the cost to finally kill Handsome Jack is a lot of people you like, and a lot of people, thousands of people you yeah. don't know. Uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, I mean, sh- sh- should we talk about the, the single manly tear moment here? Sure. Uh, just one. Yeah, just, just one manly there's, tear. Uh, dude, there are several manly tears. I, I, in fact, I'm just crying. That's yeah, just yeah, basically yeah. it. Alright, so, because okay. it's kind of topical, because one of, uh, one of uh, our kind of person that we're big fans of is mikey newman yep. we've talked about it in the show he's got a great great uh youtube show called movies with mikey great podcast called tv crimes that he does with will wheaton and you know, he's just an all-around guy and he was one of the senior writers for gearbox uh for the borderlands yes games. he was and he is the voice of scooter Sco- scooter yes absolutely hey, hey ryan go ahead and say it <laughs> catch a ride <laughs> uh and uh and so if you're a big borderlands fan you haven't played this game spoilers <laughs> well, yeah. We already mentioned that. Well, I know. I'm just. I'm giving fair warning. Okay. So, three, two, one, and we're into spoiler town. Scooter fucking dies, and it's the saddest, saddest thing. Because you're like, you don't see it. It is not telegraphed at all until the shit has hit yeah, the it's fan. Just, it's just a thing that kind of happens. Like something, something goes he just, wrong. He is just in the moment. Like, no, I'm gonna fix this, and I'm gonna die, and that's fine. And the fucked up part about it is, like, you have options to... You always have the choice to be a shithead to Scooter. Mm-hmm. Yes. For every single interaction with him, you can always just, like, tell him to fuck off, basically. Because it's mostly Sasha and Fiona interacting with him. Yep. He's like, you're annoying... Who the fuck yeah, are he's, you? He's, he's Scooter. I, he's just kind of a kind of a redneck, kind of, kind I, of a good old boy. And... But he with the best heart. But he's, he's got a, a good heart. He's got a very good heart. He's a weird guy with a really good heart. And... You do have the option, even as he is about to sacrifice his life for you, 
to be a complete jackass to him. (laughs) (laughs) To which it's like, doesn't get much more RPG than that. It don't. don't. You can always just tell him to fuck himself. Oh man. I don't know. I I didn't have the heart. I didn't have it. No, he got, he got his, he got his kid. He got his, he got his, his little, uh, his last wish is please, because he's so fond of catch a ride and his entire like business. He's like, please put my satellite in orbit. So that my so people can see my advertisement. And that's, that's his final, final goddamn wish. And that's his final wish because he's handing it off to Janie Springs, who is mm-hmm. an absolutely wonderful character. Yep. Yes, Athena's waifu. Yeah, and which you can and you can you, even in death, even after he has sacrificed himself, you can choose to, 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 to just fuck him over, deny <laughs> his wish, or to like subvert it or do something. And I just like I don't think I have that. What, what kind of fucking monster would do that <laughs> and you know here's the thing one of the things about i don't know if the other telltale games have this i'm pretty sure it does at the end of every like episode mm-hmm. it yeah. tells you like there's a list of of, of choices choices that you made that and, it, and, and also the percentages of what other people have done and decided to do and i, I feel like like 99 percent of people are just cool with scooter yeah i want to meet the one percent <laughs> i just want to meet those dude guys. i do a, i could legitimately be okay with doing a run where you're just a giant dick dude, the entire time it's kind of like when i tried to be a dick as the inquisitor yeah, yeah. it's real hard it's really hard to be nice to be so shitty to, uh, or, you know, be angry, evil shepherd all the yeah. time. Yeah. It's like, I just, maybe I have too much empathy at this point in my life to be a dick to people who are so nice and good to me. Yeah. Like, I just don't well, have that. We're role players, guys. We, we immediately, A, because of, because of our skill set we've developed, we project ourselves immediately into those positions and we're like, uh, a normal human sane individual would not react like this. Yeah. We have all that empathy we've learned how to but develop. If there's one thing about the Borderlands universe that you need to know is, there are motherfucking monsters who walk in human skin in that oh, world. They're oh, yeah. bad people, especially Vault Hunters. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some of Most are, of the Vault Hunters are... Salvador's not a good guy. Who? Uh, you know, let's see, other people who are... Brick aren't... is actually not that great of a guy. Brick is a bad dude. Mordecai, and eh, yeah, he's, he he's just a drunk. He's just drunk all the goddamn He hasn't time. been the same since his bird died. So. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, oh, I hated that part. Uh, oh. The one good one among them, Roland... He kind of eats it. He, he bites it hard, which was its own DLC, like making Tiny Tina understand, deal with the fact that Roland's oh. dead, which was such a great thing. And you know, oh, oh my God, we need to do that DLC as an episode because that DLC is an RPG. Oh, Bunkers and Badasses. Yeah, that was a really good DLC. And an actual game. They actually actual. made a game called Bunkers <laughs> and Badasses. And they're playing. They play it in Tails. Athena's not a very good sport when she botches. She throws. She throws the entire oh, table. Is he fit? Is he fit? She throws. Up, she's got bad table manners. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, so we're, uh, yeah, Rowan. Like no one's a good guy. Everyone's good. But you empathize because just like they have bad spots, they have really good spots too. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I want to talk about somebody that I want uh, that I thought, uh, um, Vaughn. Reese's best buddy should have been was voiced by Chris Hardwick, but could have also been voiced by uh, Cyril Figgett. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chris Parnell. Yes. I was like, is that Chris Parnell or Chris Hardwick? I don't know which, but it's one of those two. It's one of the Chris's. <laughs> it's one of those two Chris's uh, mm-hmm. that's voicing this guy because of the the nerdy weird nature okay, of him. Okay, yeah. so I want to straight up go who. Did- in episode one, when they're walking through the desert and they're about to get picked up by Vasquez, and he starts acting weird, he takes his shirt off and he's like fully ripped. Who here, because if you've played Borderlands, who have thought that he was slowly becoming a psycho? 
Oh, you know. I thought he was, like, the entire time. Well, and you know, you're not, given where he ends up, you're not, like, it's only by the grace of Reese being yeah. his friend still that I think that that's, that saved him from becoming mm-hmm. the psycho. Because he really is enjoying himself. Like, yeah, come, he gets super into all the violence towards the end. Which, he, he really loves the life of a vault hunter, and... Mm-hmm. And he gets really super into what's happening. Now, he still gets a little weird. Now, interestingly enough, the, the one incongruous part, when Vasquez dies, mm-hmm. or uh, if Vasquez dies, I don't know. Is there an option that has him still walking around? No, he has to die because you have to take his face at some point. That's yeah. right. You have to take Vasquez's face. I just don't remember if what happens if you blame August or Felix. Yeah, because I never did it. When Val yeah. shows up. Yeah, I don't remember. But, like... Yeah, he's still kind of weirded out when Vasquez is dead, because I guess that's someone he knew. Yeah. yeah. But everything else is just like, you just watch like lots of bandits get run over. Don't care. Yeah, just good. Don't bandits care. are a diamond fucking dozen on Pandora. Which, which was interesting. One of the interesting things in the first episode is that you actually like talk to some of them and they're people. Yeah. Like they're kind yeah. of people. Now they have a very inverted value set. Not all of them are the, you know, I'm gonna make a meat puppet out of your head. Yeah. You know, psycho. Some of them are just bad guys. Yeah. Or, or. Funnily enough, when Reese tried to choke one out, he was just genuinely amused at him. Like, oh, this is so sweet. <laughs> like, he thought it That's was why I'm like, oh, they're setting up for him to become an eventual psycho, and he's going to fucking flip out on Reese at some point. And this is going to end poorly, because you're nope. going to have to like take care of him. Not bros. Yeah, bros, friendship is magic. Yeah, obviously friendship is magic. Uh, uh, I just, But I also like Vaughn because it's Reese's best buddy. And their relationship is very interesting just because they're both growing as individuals throughout the entire five episodes. Well, the thing is, like, despite this being the the ultra future, like, Mm -hmm. mega ultra so far ahead of us that it doesn't even make sense anymore, frats are still a thing. Like, (laughs) they were still... Mm-hmm. They still had to go to college, and they were still, you know, college buddies yeah. who yeah. wanted to go to frat parties and hit on chicks and, and, hit on get, chicks and yeah. stuff. And obviously, oh, and Vaughn's cut because he used to be fat, by the way. Yeah. Like, it's revealed that Vaughn used to be a fat guy. So, mm. like, yeah, he, like, hit the fucking gym, and that's his excuse for why he looks ripped when he takes his shirt off. And then I was like, that's exactly the kind of ripness that a psycho has in the Borderlands. So I was like, what's going on? Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. oh no. <laughs> there's yeah. your shine uh, but uh, <laughs> uh and but beyond that i think all the characters like you said are really good there's a lot of great moments i'm trying to think of some of the later some of the later moments before we get to the very end well, that are very notable one, one thing that i'm i appreciate i especially like uh is the the romance between reese and sasha which yeah. reese, is, reese is the player character and sasha is the sister of the other player character which i believe you can completely bypass it like, you can yeah no you if can you, if you piss off sasha too much yeah, or do not don't do the right things yeah. sasha will be like i do not care whatsoever yeah i mean you can you can go from anywhere from like just being like they, like you can just be friends with her or you can you can that's the one thing that that actually rubbed me the wrong way is the payoff of that plot line uh, because the payoff of that plot line, it, it it never fully wraps its wraps up in the context of the story. The last thing that has to do with that, aren't you walking towards yeah, the vault yeah, of the you, traveler yeah, and Fiona and yeah, you you're just... having a you're having like a, a a a real talk conversation with her sister with, with her sister about it, and like that's when you decide whether or not you want to come like you're how into her you are i'm gonna go for it yeah he's like not. i'm gonna go for it but then it doesn't ha- like there's no payoff well with sasha well the end yeah the ending happens and the ending just happens the way it happens, happens yeah. because there's Which, no interaction because he just because 
uh, Reese gives her a little bit of respect because she just literally came back from the dead. Yeah. Because that's the one of the big things at the end is Sasha gets killed and just by sheer MacGuffin of, of, of plot twist. I was she so up. upset. Yeah. Oh, I was really upset. I was really hoping that there was going to be some... Because they, they Chekhov's... Uh, Check out pocket watch. <laughs> yeah, uh, I knew they hadn't they hadn't done anything with that yet, so I kind of had an idea where it was going to go. It never showed up I in was, the episodes. You're like, it was second. Was it, was, it showed up in episode two. Yeah, and you got in episode two. The reaction to it was kind of like, well, this was Felix's parting gift, mm-hmm. which apparently it just had drugs in it. Yeah, it just <laughs> had know? it had it had resurrection it had drugs. It had a stim in it. Yeah, uh, but you know no, that that was very interesting. Um, but yeah, no, the the, the game ends uh, in a very big cliffhanger uh, where it's just you, Reese, and Fiona uh, going off and doing their thing, uh, and it doesn't wrap up the thing. There's no wrap up or resolution with Reese and Sasha themselves. Well, the very ending, the very end, when they get inside the vault, they leave it like these characters will. If you give it enough time, we'll come back. Like yeah, there no, is no. a story there's, to there's continue I, I, with them. I certainly hope that there's going to be a sequel well, soon. They, they talk about DLC. Like there's even parts in the like the menu has like your DLC. Like, that I the DLC I think is um that's how they manage like if you buy the episodes yeah. one at a time. I, that's how they that, that's that, that's how it is with all. Because this is a fairly games. older game, so uh, there's definitely no DLC any, plan yeah, yeah, at right. this point. Any I mean, any any additionals is just basically a new. There've been there've been hints at a season two of Tales. I would really fucking love for that to happen. Or or if Borderlands three happens, which I'm hoping it will. Mm-hmm. There E3 still going on. There has been some rumors would, that they may. I would something. actually be fairly upset if it's not a new Tales from the board. If that story does not con- continue in a Legit. Tales game, because then I. Would wouldn't play it uh like i'd watch it on i'd watch the relevant parts on youtube fair enough because um, there's I, way I, more story there's as much story in the tales games yeah as there are in either of the borderlands games in yeah terms of just like shit that happens if you like story the tales game is what you want because you get the yep. most bang for your buck it's, as story-wise it's, bo- it's very borderlands it's very right? borderlands and, and that's that's the that's the method of consuming borderlands that i have found most palpable just because the gameplay of the of the, the the original games just doesn't do it for me um so yeah i would actually be a little upset if if fiona and reese uh, if their resolution comes in an act in a straight up Borderlands game and they don't do another Tales right. game, I mean, I, I'm hoping for it myself. Yeah, honestly, but we'll see. Tales, unfortunately, Telltale is one of those games because they've done so much with Telltale's and that engine. Yeah. Hey, that engine needs to get severely updated, even I'm, I'm even told, for the Batman game. People I'm told have said. the Guardians game is really fucking like a really good update. To okay, it. so maybe we'll see something from there what I, from whatever the Batman game was slick as shit. Um, the and I definitely want to do an episode on that once I get done. With oh it. yeah, Bat- the Batman game is amazing. Uh, like I said, I'm playing through season three of Walking Dead, and the engine there is showing its its weakness. Yeah, there's a lot of there's glitches. The 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 animations are doesn't doesn't they're look unna- right. They're kind of unnatural at times. Uh, um, zombies. <laughs> yeah, well, no, the zombies. The, yeah, the zombies are the zombies. I'm talking about the main characters. Yeah, I know. Um. And it's just it's it it like I said it's it's probably my least and least favorite in the series. I don't think I'll ever play the Michonne uh mini mini series because oh, I, I don't know it. I don't like I stopped watching Walking Dead the show like two seasons in. No, I heard Mich- the Michonne stuff, which I think 
Yeah, that Katana Lady. Katana Lady. Yeah. yeah the reason why is be- people don't like particularly like that one because I haven't played it, but from what I've read about it, is that because you know the outcome, because yeah, of with the timetable it takes place, you know that, that she has to survive, and therefore there's no real tension right. of what's happening to her. It's just the story of her, and then therefore why is she the main character? So. Failing is an interesting subject because you'll never you never really know in this game, and I I've tested it a little bit more this time. You never know when failing is going to kill you or when it's just going to be funny. Yeah. yeah, which I thought was kind of fun. Now I will say that anytime something is flying through the air mm-hmm. and you have to catch it, most of the time if you miss it, it's not like it's not deadly. It's not deadly. It's just funny. Yeah. There's a sp- very specific scene in the end in the in the very beginning, I believe, of the second episode where you. Open up General Pollock's of uh, uh, General Pollock's cryo chamber, yeah. which you don't know it's a cryo chamber until you. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, I that. saw a snapshot of that where they're just literally all just covered in blood, like head to toe, and you're like, "Oh God!" Uh, oh. Yeah, but in this case, it was like you're carving his eye out for a retinal scan, <laughs> and it's it's a cutscene where you have to like you don't see it, but you do the motions with a quick time where you're taking it you're carving the dude's eye out with a spork (laughs) (laughs) and reese is having a mental breakdown because handsome jack just showed up to him so you fuck it up the first time and you just like like cut his eye in half and spray everywhere and it's disgusting so you only get one more shot to scoop his eye out lol you blinded guy um (laughs) as you find out later but yeah uh failing you know and the it as you flip the eye out of his socket you can there's a quick time event to catch it but if you don't, I think it just goes into Vaughn's mouth. Oh, yeah. no! <laughs> and Vaughn is very appreciative if that does not happen. Uh, yeah. now, and that, that that's a fun little moment, too, because later on in another in episode three, when you're uh, going through the Atlas facility and Fiona is with Athena, you bring the eye out to scan to let you into a place. And Athena, who is a hardened murderer, just like a vault hunter, so hardened, killed thousands of people looks at her as like that is the weirdest thing i have ever. why do you have that like just has a very <laughs> why do you have a person's eyeball in your pocket like she has the very human reaction that's one of the things i love about it it's like they all have people reactions yeah. to weird shit happening mm-hmm. because whether or not like they've all seen some shit like they're still just people who live in a world where like no you have a job you pay money you go yeah, to the bar like, you watch tv and the stone no, the- cold killer western motif Really, is just it in that game is a facade. There's no one that's like th- like that, unless they're a straight up villain. Would they're yeah. there for they're almost if a they're a villain or they're insane or they're yeah. a bio mutant or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But so Athena has a very human reaction to you having an eyeball in your pocket and mm-hmm. just just bitches at you about it. Just like that is disgusting. Why? Uh, so I, I just found that ultimately charming one of my funniest moments the thing that really sold me on the series and it was an episode and it wasn't even what most of most of episode one it's when they're about to try to sneak into the big arena with all the psychos for the thing and they have to talk to the guard who's over the hatch and, and has to negotiate with him oh and he's being I, really like really like well that's a very odd way to ask for something but okay like, <laughs> he's being very like he's obviously the polite bandit yeah yeah, yeah. You're, you're expecting one thing you get completely other and the writing is completely completely choice in that moment and i'm like that was my first laugh out loud i can't believe that you're interacting with this guy in this way and i'm like this game has sold me completely also, i want to see psych- what- your friend the psycho who yeah. helps yeah. you ride yeah he's very like you can get him to like help you out yeah. i don't know if there's a way to make him not help you no i don't I, think I, so i think he helps you no matter what but he has like 
you almost begin to understand him. Yeah. He, you begin to understand Psycho speak, and there's like, he's really into dying. He wants to die. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, not but death before us. And he says <laughs> something very, like, poignant about yeah. dying. And then he he's like, back to meat popsicle time. <laughs> and you're on the road again. And it's like, oh, boy. Like, all right, let's 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 transport ourselves through all the shenanigans, through, through the, uh, uh, what was the name of the satellite? Uh, Helia, uh, Hyperion? Hyperion. Helios Prime. Helios yeah. Prime. Through the crashing of Helios Prime, the death of Loderbot, and all this, let's get to the end which is the most weirdest gonzo fucking it, thing in the series. I did not expect it. No, yeah. so <laughs> Loderbot, well, entire, here's the thing about Gordas and Loderbot and all that. Gordas's story is very interesting because she's, I'm going to be upgraded. I'm gonna, she has this very innate sense of innocence and like, I'll do what I was supposed to do and nothing, nothing will be a problem. Then she goes up against the monster of the Traveler. And you don't get to see the big fight, and you see yeah. it's all in she, shadows. She turns into this cute little, like, ball droid, like, kind of BB-88. Yeah, yeah, very much so. She morphs into a giant fucking mech. Yeah. And, and is fighting this chthonic, like, kaiju beast. Yeah, and... Like, and, and it's all concealed by smoke and but, fire. But the and, word titanic yeah. is the only way to describe the scope of what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You're so small and insignificant that, like, oh, you have a rocket launcher. How cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's quaint. Um, and the whole time, Cordis is yelling, like, I can't do it, Reese. I don't, I can't fight him. Like, you feel for Cordis because she's, she... No, it's, it's, it's Fiona. It's, it's not, it's yeah, not Fiona, Reese. Fiona Reese, is. Reese is off. Oh, yeah, 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 it, yeah. It's Fiona, and Cordis is asking for help from her friends. Like, I can't do this. I'm not defeating She's asking them. for help, and she eventually realizes that she can't she can't she do can't it. do it and she's like no you have to take me out yes because the p- part of the 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 system is that completing gordis is what opens the gate because she's anchoring the gate to pandora yeah, yeah. to keep it open long so enough so when that she you re- can... when she realizes that she she doesn't have the stuff that she doesn't have it's not that she's not like potent or 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 technologically advanced enough to do it, she lacks fighting experience. Right. She doesn't know how to use her own abilities. Right. So, um, so she's like, you have to take me out. And, and, and because that's a, if, that's you, don't, if the, you don't, this thing is going to kill everybody. And, and it's a gut punch, and it's a very powerful gut punch because this plays into the end of the story and the big finale. Because that's uh, not the finale, guys. That's, oh, no, finale. No, that's it, the beginning of episode that's, five. The, yeah, that's almost like the Empire Strikes Back moment when you're like, fuck, mm-hmm. everything's wrong. It's the 75% point where all is lost. Yeah. yeah and, and you're talking in basic story and structure. Then, and then what's great is she dies, the, the group, the, the vault goes away, the traveler goes away. The and group disbands. The group disbands. And this is when you realize what the whole narrative actually is because we're no longer telling the story of the past we're telling the story of the present and you're and you're sunabozu mm-hmm. looking guy who looked exactly like the guy from desert punk by the way which is very and weird if you were paying attention and i hope you were Every episode, his voice gets a little bit more recognizable about yeah. who he is. And he's Loderbot. He's, he's Loderbot. He's <laughs> Loderbot. Yeah. Loderbot has been kind of... Rejiggered and... and he's oh, been, he's in the handsome Jack exoskeleton. Yeah, That's what he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's been trying to 
I, I'm guessing he was, and, and the way he comes across, like I needed to know your side of the story, so I didn't murder you. Yeah, for exactly. What you did like, to Gordis. Yeah, like uh, yeah. I, well, like he got some information that that they took out Gordis, and he didn't get any of the context, right, of why so, and how. So he he needed to get that information, and because Loderbot's actually a cool dude, he just didn't snipe you from like five hundred yeah, yards no, away. He, he got he, was, he got the story, and he was concealing his identity so that he could. Get, get, the get, get the unfiltered, uh, like the, he he want, didn't want there to be any chance of them like saying like oh well we'll tell Loderbot this version of the, the story, story because we know how he'll no, react. He put a gun to their heads, unknowing, mm-hmm. letting them not know that it's him. Literally put a gun to their mm-hmm. heads and it's like no, you tell me where I put a shotgun shell through your eye socket. And so they do. And so they really did. And. and they, they collect the pieces of Gordis on a little road on their the little, road, little trip. road trip. It's a cool little montage because like we're yeah. getting the band back together. Yeah, and then they get the band back together and they realize that the the way they do this, uh, the they decide to do it because they don't have to at this point. Like they don't have to try and go for the vault again. Yeah, they're but, like we could just live out our normal lives. But they feel like so much like a lot like of so much stories. shit has gone on. Like so many people have died. Like thousands of people have died for this. Yeah, in the course of this nonsense. And like you actually find you like you hook up with all the survivors of Hyperion. Yep. Yeah, like, because there's a new station, a new thing on Pandora, which is the remnants of Helios Prime, which is all of the uh, the the bureaucrats, the, and the wage slaves, the, and the wage slaves and. They've never had to do like a day of physical labor in their damn lives, mm-hmm. and it's it's Vaughn. Vaughn is their leader. Vaughn is their leader with a great big bushy beard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, you get the band back together, and you you sort of complete that missing piece of what Gordis was missing. Uh, so you and like four of your bros, you get to decide. Fucking Voltron Mecha Pilot, <laughs> your cute Titan robot. <laughs> In a straight up like fighting game style <laughs> beat 'em up against this titanic Monster. vault guardian. And depending on what's great is depending on who you take in changes the nature of the fight and her techniques. And the fighting style. Like you yeah. can in fact now this is where things get weird because there's a certain loadout of people that will always show up. Yes. Uh mm-hmm. there there is a group of people that will always be around no matter what happens. Athena, I think, will always be there. Probably. Uh you there is a way to not get Athena, but it Oh yeah, if you just specific. piss her if you just piss her the fuck off. Yeah, yeah, there's a certain choice that Fiona can make that makes her not available. Right. I think Janie is I don't yeah. know if Janie's always available. Uh, uh you can get him killed, so no. Uh, no, August. Yeah. You're thinking about uh, August. August, sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh Janie is uh Athena's girlfriend. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Uh uh I believe the scientist fellow, what's his um I forget his name. Yeah. Uh you can get Zero to show up through some mm-hmm. conversation trees. You can get and, and of course there's the big secret most expensive vent. Of all claptrap, yeah, oh, he no. can be makes an appearance out he's, of the fucking blue. He's a giant asshole. Um, but you need a million dollars that you can only get ten million dollars, which you can only get from Felix if you save Felix's life. Right, because, in the very first episode, yeah, yeah. But so that's a possibility. But yeah, no. The, so the final fight is just so insane. Like it's the most insane thing I've ever seen in any game of this style. And because it's done in, I, I think. I think it's the probably the one of the more insane fights ever done in a video game because it's done with the telltale telltale cinematic quick, quick time, time event, event yeah. 
mechanics. Doesn't it turn into like a a, a, a hand like a, an on the computer DDR game for a, a little, little bit? bit. Yeah, yeah, depending yeah, on who there, you choose. There are certain combos like attack combos, like especially for zero because zeros is a lot of rapid fire succession abilities. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, hand cannons because that's vo- that's Reese's thing. Yeah, because there's an entire montage in the earlier episode where he had this big shootout hand. Yeah, he apparently. Oh, apparently yeah. oh my god, that. Oh <laughs> god, I just remembered that. That is so good. Yeah, it's, like, it's a very well written scene, but apparently there's a game like, and this is something. Something that goes completely unsaid, by the way, because everyone at Hyperion does makes a big deal about doing handguns at people, and like they re- oh, you're I didn't. It doesn't matter whether you're in a goddamn board meeting. Apparently, you react to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like they're in. It's like they're internal like group trust building exercise mm-hmm. that everyone in Hyperion does. So back in like episode not, two. But it's not a trust building exercise. It's a dominance proving It's a dominance. Yeah, yeah. And in episode four though, to get through yeah. an area. You have to have like this the greatest. John, John Woo style like when we say handguns it's, it's impossible to see in podcast land. Two it's fingers like two, and a thumb. Two fingers and a thumb up. Going pew pew pew. pew, pew, pew like, like, you're, like you're a kid. And everyone honored it. Yeah, it's yeah. No one, no one. Yeah. Also, you are allowed to mime grenades, rocket launchers, and shotguns. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, and like in oh, automatic machine guns. Yeah, every, yes, everything's available. Every, everyone honors it. Everyone goes with it. Yeah, I bet there's probably some weird fucked up penalty for not going oh, with well, it. They all have implants. Remember? Oh yeah, that? that's everyone true. Everyone has cortical implants yep. in mm-hmm. their. Like their it's heads. how they interface with so the some some like upper management guy back in the day oh. decided to do a handsome jack decided to implement some like oh this is a trust exercise no it's a dominance exercise I mean I would not be guys I wouldn't be completely surprised is if you get hit by it laser textile you literally physically like lose control of your body for a second because that's yeah. Hyperion like that's yeah, how it yeah, works. it's possible. Yeah. That but you anyways, just like get neurally electrocuted and fall out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so, it's, it's a beautiful sequence because it's completely out of the blue. You're like, "What the fuck is Reese doing?" And then you have this entire fight sequence. It's John. It's John. Quick time event and everything. Yeah. Quick time event. You can fuck it up and fail the mission. You've got to start it over again. <laughs> if you don't do it, you can get shot and die. Quote unquote. Quote unquote. <laughs> and which, considering some of the death scenes, they have a lot of different like. Man, you can watch these people you like die in a lot of terrible ways if you want. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you want to see them get run over? There's a lot of opportunities. But, so that's Reese's fighting style because throughout most, he's mostly the hacker and the, and the smooth talker. He is not a fighter. And so when he's in Gordas, he does the only thing he knows. Hand and, hand and he's phenomenal at it. <laughs> and and because like the way Gordas works is like, Yeah, the way Gordas works is it... it it she supplements her capacity with your inherent strength and your inherent like understanding of how combat and c- fighting mm-hmm. works so zero getting in there he's doing all the crazy ninja kung fu zen stuff the entire he does like twirls it's, and it's an unbelievable just like wacky shit ending and then like and then like like then the other characters they had the port into they had the, the like tribe. portal in it in a car, yeah, uh, and and they and they have to do the the weirdest shit, and then of course Sasha dies in the middle of yes. it, but then she can come back to life, and it's just a ah, heart coming out of my chest, Jesus Christ! It's just really well written, really well and, done, and, and, and throughout all of it though, and the part that I appreciate the most, you still know you're in Borderlands because yeah. There's loot crates. Uh-huh. There's, there's the glowy little bits from all the loot. Yeah, there's fashion stations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, in fact, pick up a Malawan shield at some point. I don't know if that comes up if you actually manage to pick it, it up in zero-sum. It does zero somewhere. I forgot But it how. must have been a very specific situation because I picked up a shield in my first playthrough mm-hmm. after the first episode, 
And I think I'm guessing what happens is if you get shot one time, there must be something. It may discharge your shield, but you may survive it huh. right. and get another go at it without a game over or something. Interesting, because that's how shields just work. Right. And yeah, and you know, you no. pick up money, you can go change your outfit and yeah. shit. You, you can, can buy more things. You, you can, can change your at your catch a ride stations. Yeah. You can change the skin yeah. on your weird little van. Yeah, the weird little RV RV van that you thing. turn into a spaceship. Yeah. By the B BT dubs <laughs> because they, Scooter they likes scooted. putting rocket engines on stuff. <laughs> if there's anything I've learned, that was a cool that that was a really cool sequence. That the, was my the, favorite intro. Yeah, the, the, uh, it the, 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 the mm. yeah, it was so good. Hair standing on end, good actually. Mm-hmm. It was opinion. really good. Uh, oh, and of course, the the intro to the final episode was just it was that was kind of the most pathos one because it's the one where you see the fucking satellite falling apart around you you see people in escape pods like not all of them making it oh no they run into space debris and shit it's so well done and it's like i did this yeah this is me yes i i hope you feel okay about yeah you are you are totally you you are at least partially responsible for this because reese's story is is very internal because he's literally fighting with his personal demons well, a personal demon in the form of Handsome Jack, because you got to remember Reese's thing is he looks up to Handsome Jack. Handsome Jack was his hero, yeah. the hero, Handsome Jack, and he's literally got to excise him from his brain. Which, if it's pretty funny, you can go back and forth as to how like into being Handsome Jack's buddy you can you want to yep. be. Mm-hmm. Which you can play that however you want. If you want to yeah. be like, I'm going to be nice to this psycho murderer in my brain because he's useful. Uh, that's fine. Or you can be you can completely shun him. And there is a point where if you shun him to the point. Your little uh, one of the features of the thing is when you're at Reese, you can turn on your eye mm-hmm. and like scan stuff, and you yep. have access to the Hyperion network. But he hacks your eye, and it turns into the the instead of the Hyperion encyclopedia, it becomes the Jackopedia. Oh no! <laughs> and it's all just starts. I never to, got that. I've never saw. Yeah, that. he starts saying very nasty things about everyone and everything. Oh, like, he's like. You look at some mushrooms like, I only know the scientific name of these mushrooms because I used to snort them a lot. They turn your nose to ice crystals. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. And you get to see Butt Stallion. And you do see Blitz Stallion. Yeah, you get to see Butt Stallion, the the, the, the The diamond diamond horse. horse. Not not a statue made of diamond that's a horse. A horse horse that is literally literally made made of of diamonds. diamonds. The way they play that is so weird because it's obviously some sort of like corporate secret like of what's going on with Butt Stallion. Pay no attention to Butt Stallion. Yeah, because yep. because people freak out when shit ha- like like the people in like in charge of guarding Butt Stallion, there's clearly something going on there. Unfortunately, you blow up the station. Yeah, I, and that, that, I don't think we'll ever find Borderlands out. 3. Borderlands 3. We'll, Borderlands find the the, we'll never know the secret of Butt Stallion. <laughs> Unless Borderlands 3, that's what it's all about. The but, secret of Borderlands 3, the secret, secret of Butt Stallion. But you confirmed. <laughs> Done. I Pre-order done. Hyperion, I would play that. <laughs> like somewhere on some dark web version of the Hyperion network. It's like we caught we caught a glimpse of this thing. But Stallion confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> and so all the all the characters, all the main characters have very great arcs. Even the side characters actually mm-hmm. have very well developed arcs uh, because we are running a little long in the tooth. That's uh, fine. But towards the end, you're able to beat the traveler. You they run into the vault and they get up to the inside of the vault and they're like. All the great loot, and it ends with them being teleported away. Yep, that's and friends. It. And that's that's it. it. That is where the episode closes, and you're like, "I want episode you, six yeah. now." Can I? Can I digest episode six? You may six? not. You may no. not. You may not. I'm like, I because these characters are so. Oh, they make you, they make you care. Like, they make you they care make about you, them. It's it's like reading a really good book. By mm-hmm. the end, you very much care about them. 
You want to see how they're doing. You feel as though you've shaped them in some way. Right. You do feel like you've had a really immersive role-playing experience. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, funny that, right? Yeah. Which is, uh, it's it's an accomplishment. I mean, yes. the, t- the Telltale games in general go for that with varying degrees of success. Uh, like, the Batman game is a really good game, but... It's not immersive like the way Telltale is because Batman is Batman is Batman. He, like, he is his he's already his character is already defined in your head. Yeah. Although I will say something that, that I will say about the Batman game is it does a very good job of getting you into Bruce uh, as well as Batman, which is what really tices me because I know about the Batman game is that you can decide to do things as Batman. Or as or Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. Uh, and I want to play the game where I'm like solving things as Bruce Wayne. Because I know how Batman reacts to things. Mm-hmm. I want to know how Bruce reacts to things. Well, he's allowed to react to things. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, which is which is good. So is, do we know what the um, like what what's going on with the Guardians game? Like when in the timeline the Guardians of the I Galaxy don't, game I think it's its own continuity. It is its, it's own it's, continuity. It's, I don't think it, it's not connected to the movies at all. Okay. Um, I mean, for one thing, the character designs are closer to the comic book character designs. Um, there, okay. there is a comic that is going to incorporate. There is an official Marvel comic that will incorporate the story of the. Tale, the Telltale Guardians of the Galaxy game. So they're going to take the percentages and make it based on no, that? No, that would be cool. That would be cool. From what I read, it's not going to be that. What they're doing is they're, they have said that they're going to try to take the perspective of the choices and incorporate. I think they're pulling kind of a Tales of the Borderlands where they're like, somebody's telling the story. Mm-hmm. And some things are different in one person's telling the story. And Maybe. other things are different based on who who's talking to you. And that's the thing, because these... I think by, like, now that we've seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I think we have a very good sense of who, who these, characters these characters are. are. And I think that's, and it's going to be very hard to play through a Telltale game now with characters who you've watched in a lot of media now. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, like, the difference between that and we we started from the ground up with recent Fiona. We know yes. who they yeah. were. We, we had no idea who they were. We really. got the minimalist backstory of where they came from and what they are. We know a little bit. Like, con artist girl and frat guy hacker yeah and we just went from there on their crazy ass adventure and their arc so i'm I'm interested to see if they can pull that off with some characters who we know more about have a little bit more knowledge i think it's a little more tainted i think it's tainted you're 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 too much in the mindset of you know how these characters it's still it's still gonna be it's probably be along the lines of what the batman game was like in that you know the characters you don't really shape them that much but it's still gonna be good yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's not. I think that's why I, of all the. I think that's why this is the game that I sort of clung on to because I haven't really played through the Telltale game sure. very much and all. But I, I really clung to this one so hard because oh, it, yeah. like, it was a very like end to end storytelling experience because you got to build the characters. And, and, very and, well crafted. And we, for me and Ryan, really enjoyed the world of Borderlands. We, but it was a setup as a there, world. There's a million references. Like yeah. there's mm-hmm. ten million. Everything's a reference to something else. Yeah. Like. The whole thing with General Pollux and Old yeah. Haven and yeah. all that stuff, yeah. like fuck Old Haven. I yeah, if, hated that. Place. Well, if you it was if so you if, scary because the more you're into the Borderlands game, the previous ones, the more you get out Tales of the Borderlands because it, all the references make more sense. But none of them are so crucial yeah, that you it, have to know the reference like, in I, order to I, get. When I played through it, I didn't know shit about Borderlands. I knew very a very little little amount about Borderlands. 
but I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. Like I could tell when there were things all like I would probably know more about that if I had played the Borderlands games, but they're explaining it well enough to me that I get the gist. Right. And it and at the and its core, it's pure sci fi it's sci fi western yeah. Yeah. stuff. So it's it Godzo all... sci fi western. Well, you know, I think one of the things, and we kind of just touched on this a little bit, and I think this I, this can be the last point yeah, sure. before we head out. Um, I think what's so great about this is it incorporated everything. Like, mm. it had, it gave us everything. Yeah. It gave us Mad Max. Uh-huh. Because at its heart, like, Borderlands has a lot of Mad a lot Max DNA. Post-apoc, Psycho Town, yeah. Even though it's not a post-apoc, it's just... Well, okay. It's far future. On Pandora, it is a post-apoc. Because Atlas fucked everybody. Yep. The psychos are a product of Atlas's... Uh, oh, all psychos started out as Atlas employees, by the way. Ah, gotcha. uh, yeah, all psychos, and that's actually part of the thing is uh, a large portion of the population of Atlas employees went psychotic because of, of Pandora itself. No one has oh, ever, they, they oh, never yeah. explained it, what makes them into psychos. And they say it's something to do with the Harding Iridium energy, Iridium poisoning, right. which is one of the core elements of Pandora that is used for all that crazy ass purple vault tech shit. Yeah. Like that's iridium and it's not safe. Don't eat it. Don't touch it. Don't lick it. Oh, <laughs> but I guess you can fire it out of your but gun. But people do. And they do. And the, uh, there's a lot of, uh, in two, you get the, get to go to an old Atlas facility, like an old mining facility. And you start finding these comms of like people slowly, like beginning to go crazy. And, oh, that's and this is why I thought Vaughn was turning into, right. Like, like it just, a certain brain chemistry with a certain amount of exposure on Pandora, you're gonna turn into a psycho. And yeah. it's that's like the underlying weird horror of mm-hmm. the place itself. Oh, there's straight up there is straight up horror in this game. That's that's another thing that I like about Borderlands and the Tales of the Borderlands. There are some horror moments. Straight up like like when you have to sneak past all these psychos that are sleeping to get Von to get Vasquez's face, you're like yeah, that's pretty rough. Oh, please, no one wake up! Holy crap! Yeah, no, it's I don't it's really up. good. It's a fantastic game, but uh, it also gives you your John Woo. It also oh, yeah. gives you. It also gives you your weird Voltron moment. Voltron like, moment. It gives you everything. It it has a little bit of everything in it, and I think and it does yeah. it all well, very well. What it comes down to, the final report is: if we have you haven't guessed already, go buy the game game and play it. Give them your money. Yeah, yeah. Really haven't. It's probably super cheap right now. Yeah, even if if you're really struggling, wait for the summer sale. It'll probably be on the summer sale for It'll five bucks. Be, you'll probably can get the whole damn thing for a dollar an episode. Just yeah, give yeah, them your money. Play the game. Do it. It's a great game. Have fun with play it. Play it twice. Yeah. Um, if you like this episode, guys, and you want to give us feedback, you, you want to give us, us money. Uh, yeah. You can give us money at uh, www.patreon.com/polyhedron. Uh, become one of our bosses. Suggestions. There's going to be. I'm going to let everyone know now. I haven't. I'm still working on it, but there are some changes are coming. Some good, solid changes that are coming. So be on the lookout for that. Exclusive motherfucking content. <laughs> so exclusive. Yeah. yeah. Top most tier. <laughs> Oh, yes. No, no, we don't want to do No, no, not the top tier. I'm just like, saying it's like going to be good. Ten bucks. <laughs> if you have video games you'd like us to review and go over and goob about, go over, give us an email at polyhedronpodcast at gmail.com, guys. And, or if you want to talk to us directly, we are at uh, polyhedroncast on Twitter. I am also at bioimportance on Twitter. I'm at arduous, R-J-U-O-U-S. And I am at Devis Malkav. Great, guys. So, um... I think we summed up our final thoughts. It's been a really good episode. I I kind of want to sit down and play this game again. You should. Even though I know the entire story, I kind of want to play it again. It's the journey. It's yeah. real good. So from everyone here at Polyhedron, go where your fun is. Catch a ride. <laughs>